welcome to 5% Radio, where it's all about learning like no one else today so you can live like no one else tomorrow. Please be sure to share and subscribe. Hey guys, what is up and welcome back to the show, the 5% Radio podcast. Today is episode number 43. And uh, I, I just want to kind of give you guys an update on where things are at uh, with uh, with me, with my goals, with my wife and I, um, with uh, just seasons of life, everything else, just kind of give you an, an overview of where things are at since that is one of the things that I said I would do with this show. And then I really want to talk to you about uh, basically just learning to be consistent uh, during seasons or circumstances or just situations or ups and downs, mentally, emotionally, everything else of inconsistency. Um as far as where things are at with uh, with me and the family, um, I'm still doing a lot of uh, stuff in the uh, in the S type world, self employed type stuff, and that can fall into you know uh, commission only sales or uh, just anything that I do that's that's 1099. Um, looking at getting into a little bit of uh, speaking, you know, kind of like one to many selling, presenting, uh, possibly be getting uh, paid to do that soon, a little more regularly than I have been. So that's uh, that's going to be fun. But outside of that, um, sales. A little bit of uh, just you know other stuff here and there as needed, and then uh, really the uh, the passive income project is coming along very 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 well. Uh, but that's that's one of the things that I'll get to in a second. But uh, it's it's really incredible when you have something that you enjoy doing, and that the the long term result is something that you can not only take with you but pass along to your kids. You know, there's there's a lot of different things that you can do with your time. There's a lot of different things that you can do. Uh, with your efforts, there's so, so, so many different things you can do to uh, to make an impact or to make an income or just to, you know, to have fun. But man, when you can do something that uh, one of the taglines of, of, you know, kind of a, a project that I'm working on is, uh, you know, have fun, make money, make a difference. And and what we get to do, we, we do get to have fun. We have a blast working with, you know, the organization, the people that we get to spend time with, uh, make money. Obviously, that's that's something that everyone has to do, even if it's very low on your priority list of, well, if I were to, you know, kind of line up my priorities, making money is probably not on anyone's like top two. It's probably family, faith or health, things like that, because money can't, you know, can't buy you more days. It can't buy you uh, a better relationship with your family. Now, a lot of people think that you can buy your kids love and things like that, but you really can't. And uh it can't really get you anything eternally speaking for your for your soul, but it is a very important thing people have to have. It's 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 kind of like oxygen. Like it's not really that high on your priority list, but you have to have it, and it's better to have more of it than less of it, is is how one of my friends Terry Franks put it. But um, so yeah, things are things are going awesome. And then the making a difference part, it's it's really incredible when you when you start working with so many different kinds of people, a different uh Different seasons of life, different belief systems, different uh, backgrounds, different upbringings, different struggles, different uh, you know paradigms, blueprints in their brain of of how the world exists and and how things should go. There, there's just so many different things that you come across, and um, we're at the point now where uh, you know we've we've got enough people in uh, in the project that we're expanding currently, and that we will be continually expanding as things grow. Uh, that we're we're literally working with any any uh, demographic, age group, uh, person type, personality. I mean, anything you name it from uh, from doctors all the way to people who are flat broke, working a part time job, just trying to make more money. From uh, people who are working construction and doing you know side hustles outside of the project to people that own multiple businesses that are already millionaires to to everywhere in between people that are uh, self-employed that are struggling people that are self-employed that are doing great people that are in commission only sales people that are in the insurance industry like just 
every 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 gamut of different type of person that you can imagine we we have an opportunity to work with with this project and that's that's awesome because I love meeting new people and um, it's very refreshing to get around other people that have um, different beliefs different viewpoints different perspectives different ideas than you and because it really it does two things number one it it helps you be more receptive to other people's ideas and by that I don't mean that if you know that what you believe is the right thing for example um, I'm a Christian and I have no open-mindedness, so to speak, about looking into another quote-unquote religion or another, you know, as people would say, like another way to get to heaven because I, I personally don't believe there are any. There's no other option for me there. Like, I, I know that that is not an area that I ever want to change or quote-unquote be open-minded into looking into something else. But it does teach you how to get around people that have completely different ideas and how to uh, love them where they're at. And by that, I don't mean just just leave them there, but just to just, okay, seek first to understand as Stephen Covey called it. I just want to know where they're coming from because we can't really have a conversation if the entire time we're talking, I'm strictly trying to convince you before I've even really tried to understand where you're coming from. So we get around people that have different cultural backgrounds, different beliefs, all kinds of different things. And, and I enjoy that because it really helps grow and stretch you as a person. Because if I can't share ideas with you back and forth that aren't exactly the same, if I can't sit there and have a discussion with you, even though we're not going to agree on everything and I can't treat you as a person, I can't treat you with value. I can't treat you as someone that, that, you know, I I love you. You're a human. I'm a human. You have hurts, struggles, pains, desires, wishes, dreams. You have all these different things, all these different needs, just like me. And it's, it's, it's taught me a lot there and it's continually teaching me a lot. But so, um, Things are going great there. We uh, we have a lot of people that are really on their way to doing some amazing things there. Have a couple that's uh, you know on their way to. Uh, I don't know if they'll ever leave their businesses behind, but um, as far as like their their regular S type businesses, but um, they're absolutely crushing it with the project, uh, making some serious money already, and really on their way to making uh, a five figure income passively, working very part time here in the next you know uh, six to nine months with the way things are looking. Outside of that, um, the wife and I are pregnant with uh, with kid number two, and I think we're at um, I think we just passed fourteen weeks, if I'm not mistaken. It was either thirteen or fourteen weeks this past uh, Thursday, which was November second. So uh, yeah, things are super exciting there. We have no clue what the gender is. Uh, we get to find that out, I believe, December fifth or something along those lines. But um, yeah, so our our little guy right now is uh, he's nineteen months, Elijah, and he's just absolutely a blast. I'll tell you what, being a parent is one of the uh, just one of the greatest journeys that I've ever been on and it, it really teaches you a lot about yourself and also you look at time differently because now there's this um, if you've ever played I, I believe the board game is Pictionary but they start this very obnoxious loud like <sighs> makes this weird annoying sound timer and they they start this timer should find the sound effect and put it in there but I would spend way too long looking for it but they start this really obnoxious timer and that thing goes the entire time you're trying to write down, okay, it starts with the letter P and you're like, uh, sports car, it starts with the letter P and you're like, oh man, like, I don't, I don't know, a uh, restaurant that uh, is located in, you know, this city that serves this type of food and you're like, ah, oh, it starts with the letter P and you're, you're going through that and this timer, as it goes by, it goes faster and faster and faster and faster and faster and that's really what it's like having a kid because... Every single day, uh, my wife's friend Katie put it this way. She said, the days are long, but the years are short. It's so true because as that child gets older and older and older, that time goes faster and faster and faster. And even though it was only 19 months, you realize that before you had a kid, you're like, oh, that was a couple of years ago. Like, it wasn't that, you know, 
seems like it was forever ago. Now you have a kid, you're like, oh my gosh, like there are how many months, there are how many years, like it's just, it's crazy. It goes by so fast, but I really learned to treat time differently when I had a kid. Um, if you've had a kid and you've not been through this experience yet, then um, I would highly encourage you uh, to read more in the area of finances and passive income and really learn to value your time. I heard uh, one of my mentors put it this way. He said, when you learn to treat time as gold and money as silver, he said, you're on your way to becoming wealthy. Because so many people are willing to trade as much time as possible at any cost as long as they make a lot of money. But man, as soon as we had a kid, I I just straight up, I was like, you know what? We can, we can make less in the self-employed world. I am willing to work less, sell less, whatever, do less in that straight time for money or service for money exchange. So I'll, I'll make less money short term right now. Still continuing to build our passive income. We were doing that before we had the little guy, but... I will continue working on our financial freedom. I'll spend the same time there, which is mainly in the evenings, but the time that I'm willing to spend outside of that. For me, if I'm spending anything over 20 hours a week earning income, earning income to pay bills, to put money in the bank, to, to reach savings goals, whatever else, to me, if I'm spending more than 20 hours, it's like, you know, that, that, that just feels like too much to me because it's so much time away from that little guy who's only little once and this little one who's coming next. You know, we should be very, very, very close to a complete freedom by the time either that child is born or before they're six months old, we should be completely free. But just, just looking at that from the time perspective, it really just, it put a different value a different demand on my time that I never had before because looking back at all the times that I just flat out wasted time that my wife and I would just go doing whatever and not think anything of it because we had the next day together and we had, there was, there was no rush. There was no hurry. But with our little guy, it's, it's very, it's very plain to see every single day, every single week, every single month, every year that goes by, like, man, he's, he's getting older. He's growing up. He's learning so much. It's all going so fast. And, um, that's, that's been a a very interesting journey, but, uh, let's dive into, you know, Learning how to be consistent in seasons, circumstances, or situations, or just, uh, you know, overall, anything during inconsistency. So uh, here's one of the things that I've really been learning. So if you look at your your personal growth journey from a uh, from a lens of, okay, I'm, I'm putting fuel in my brain, and I'm, I'm, I'm giving myself information that I need to keep myself motivated, to help myself grow, to help myself... Um, be quote unquote, if you want to put it this way, bigger as a person. So I can, I can handle bigger problems because I've grown larger as a person mentally between my ears has changed so much that I can now handle problems like they're nothing that five years ago would have been crippling. They would have been debilitating. They would have been like, Oh my gosh, how do I deal with this? I'm stuck. I can't get past this one thing. And that's, so that's one thing that your personal growth journey is for. You're, you're reading, you're, you're listening to materials, you're getting around mentors, you're associating with people, read, listen, associate that I've talked about in the past, associating with people that are on the same track as you, that have similar goals, that are going in the same direction. That's one aspect. Another aspect, and this is kind of mixed in, but another aspect and really should be uh, have time specifically devoted to this, is motivation. You building your dream, you building belief and that confidence, you you getting motivation, putting more, more fuel in the tank of, okay, this, this will get me there faster. I have more excitement. I have more belief. I have more enthusiasm about what I'm doing because I've been feeding myself information that is feeding and filling that need. So there's personal growth from the standpoint of I need to grow as a person. There's motivation. And then overall, there's just there's just the attitude, the discipline, the mindset aspect of I need to be disciplined. I need to be consistent. I need to do the same thing day in and day out, even when I do not see the results. It's one of the most 
frustrating things about success, but so many people think that you just sneeze or fall into or, oh, it just all oh, just happens. It must be nice. I've talked about this before, but man, it must be great to be that guy. Like the amount of consistency required to make it. And I've given this analogy before, but if you're rolling a stone up a hill, I don't roll it up the hill for two weeks, super hard. And I'm like, man, it's going awesome. We've made so much progress. And then a few days comes and I'm like, you know, I'm just going to take the next week off. I'm going to binge some Netflix. I'm going to quit reading. I'm not going to, I'm not going to listen to anything that's going to inspire me. That's going to give me motivation. I'm not going to listen to anything that's going to, you know, challenge me to grow. I'm not going to listen to anything that's going to stretch my mindset. In fact, I'm just going to let my thoughts run negative and wild and pessimistic. And oh, I don't believe you can do this. And man, look at all the evidence. It says that I can't, and it's stacking up against me. And who am I to think that I, I'm going to let my brain go wherever it wants to. I'm just going to eat garbage. So I feel like garbage and I'm, I'm going to you know, just every area of my life, I'm just going to flush it down the tubes. You see people self-sabotage all the time. I'm just going to flush it all back down the tubes. And then I'm going to come back the next week and expect the rock to be in the same place. So I rolled it up a hill for two weeks, man. I just, I'm trying like heck, I'm pushing hard. And then I take a week off and then I come back for another week and I expect the rock not to have moved. Like it's, it's not that I can just come back and pick up where I left off. It's like, <laughs> that would be like, uh, you're in a relationship with your spouse. Things are going awesome. You leave just unannounced leave for a week. Just do whatever you're unfaithful. You're nasty before you leave. Like you're rude. You're hateful. You come back and then you just expect things to be the way they were. That's not how things work. It's not how things work in a marriage. It's not how things work in your health. You don't take a month off from the gym, eat like crap, and then come back and be like, man, can't believe my, my abs aren't as defined as they like, this is, this is the weirdest thing. Like what happened? Maybe being healthy is just not for me. People will come up with the dumbest excuses because things get difficult. And instead of being consistent, they go for inconsistency. They're they're, they're building a business of some kind. They're, they're working on something and they're like, man, you know, it's not growing as fast as I thought it would. Maybe this is a sign from God that we're not meant to do this. Maybe it's a sign from God that, that I'm meant to have a job the rest of my life. Maybe, maybe the fact that I'm dating someone and we had a, a little bit of a, just a hard season before we got married. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it's a sign from God that we're not supposed to get married because relationships should be easy. I actually had someone tell me one time, that they did not think that they needed to work for a relationship. If it was the one they were supposed to be in, that it was supposed to be easy. I've had people quit business projects that I was working in, quit opportunities that I was working in, quit jobs, anything you can think of. They're like, well, if I'm not good at this immediately, if it's not making a ton of money immediately, if I, if I can't see it working immediately, then it must not be for me. I just don't have, I don't have peace about it. And they, they use all these excuses that they sound super spiritual and like they've really thought this out, but all it comes down to is they refuse to be consistent when things became inconsistent. When the results and the momentum and the success and what's measurable became inconsistent, meaning it went up and it went down. It was good and then it was bad. It was easy and then it was hard. You were seeing progress and then you went backwards. When that starts to happen, the hardest thing in the world to do is to stay consistent as if nothing is happening. And a good analogy of this would be someone that you see in a movie who is sprinting and you know there's like an earthquake behind them or there's ice cracking behind them or explosions or fire or whatever else, a flood. So imagine that you are sprinting and the earth below you is just falling off. Like it's just falling into an abyss. The earth opened up and like the ground is crumbling behind you, but you're unaware of it. You've just chosen that you are going to sprint as hard as you can for as long as you can, or a better analogy that you are going to run at your 
personal record mile, you'll run just below that, and you want to do that for three miles. Now, you have no idea that any of this is happening behind you. You can't see it, you're not looking back, and you're just running. You're sprinting, you're running, you picked a pace, and you're just going to go, and go, and go, and go, and go. You have no clue what's happening behind you. There's another guy next to you that decided that he was going to sprint. So you're you're pacing yourself, and this guy decided, man, I'm going to go on an all-out, just everything I've got, 110%. Man, I'm so motivated, like I feel amazing this week. So because I feel good right now in this moment, I'm going to give it everything I have. But he's he's looking back continually. He's checking his progress. He's looking for markers and signs that say what you're doing is working. He's looking for signs that say you should keep going because things are going well. He's looking for it to feel, be, and appear easy. And when he realizes what's happening behind him, he loses focus. And he gets in his mind, if this is going to happen, basically I'm a victim. I should just give up. There's no way that I can beat this. I'm running as hard as I can now and it still seems like it's catching me, the other guy, completely oblivious, unaware, blissfully unaware, is just going. And he's going and going and going. And that's what consistency really is like in success. I don't care if it's weight loss, your marriage, your finances, your career, if you're in sales, if you're raising kids, if you continually do the right things over time without trying to zoom in every day every week, every month, and see, is it working or not? You know, it might not be noticeable. I've coached a lot of people in weight loss in the past, and they're like, yeah, I've lost, I lost 10 pounds in my first week. Guess what? The first week, I can't even notice that. I can't notice that they lost 10 pounds. So if I were to look at it and be like, well, you know what? I, I didn't notice it, so it doesn't look like anything's happened, so you should probably quit. The, the internal victories will always precede external victories. The consistency of reading the right things, of listening to the right information, of spending time around the right people, of putting in the work, of being disciplined, doing what you don't feel like doing, and then also doing what you know you need to do when you actually do feel like it. And then guess what? You're not going to feel like doing it again, but you do it anyway. There was a study done in a book that I read in the past, I'd say two years. Um, I have three different books floating around in my head right now that are all kind of similar uh, premises. So I'm, I'm not going to name the author of the book because I don't want to get it wrong. And I also don't want to reference three books. And then you are looking for it in all three if you're the type of person that would like to reference it. But you can look this up. So it was called The Mundanity of Excellence. And what they found is that the people that ended up becoming excellent really just had put in time. They had done things consistently that they did not feel like doing. Look at someone who's worth billions of dollars or look at someone who's at the top of their game, someone like Michael Phelps or someone like Joshua Bell, if you're looking at music or someone like, uh, you know, Garth Brooks or, or anyone that you can think of, look, look at where they're at. I don't care what sport it is. If you want to look at Messi and soccer, if you want to look at, uh, Tom Brady in uh, in football or just any, any sport, pick a sport, Tiger Woods, golf, pick a discipline, pick an activity, chess. I don't care what it is. They do things all the time, repeatedly even when they don't feel like doing them, even when things are boring, even when things suck, even when they're sick, even when they don't feel well, even when they're not on their game mentally, even when the finances aren't great, even when there's injuries, even when the marriage is having a hard time, even if someone has passed away, that they're, they're doing things consistently and they may take breaks for necessary rest to recharge so they can do what they're supposed to do with as much intensity as needed after they come back from resting, but they're consistent. 
That's what you'll notice. And the thing that I'm learning right now the most is that the the weeks and the months and the days and the uh, the evenings, the meetings, the uh, you know, you come to the month, the the uh, end of the month, and the revenue's not where you thought it would be, or you come to the end of the month and the results weren't there that you were hoping for, the goal that you had and that you were 100% on track to hit previously, and that everything hit the fan, those times when you don't feel like doing it are the times you need to do it the most. The times that you feel great, everything's going awesome, you're excited to read that night, you're excited to listen to information to help you move forward, you're you're like, man, I don't even need motivation, like I'll skip it today. The things that you are like, Psh, man, things are awesome, everything's downhill in a, in a positive sense, meaning momentum is just picking up. It's going faster and faster and faster. And then you get to the bottom of that hill and you hit a wall. And the thing behind that is a large uphill climb. Do exactly what you did going downhill with the exact same consistency, the same discipline, the same focus, the same belief, the same enthusiasm, even if it's all 100% artificial, even if it's fake, even if you are trying to act your way into a feeling, even if from the inside you're like, man, dude, this is not going to work, shut those thoughts up, keep doing what you should do, look for areas to improve, continually make progress on the inner results, the inner victories, and those will come out in external victories. One example, and then I'm done. If you were to look at a cocoon or an egg as the caterpillar that's just turned into a butterfly is trying to break out or as the chick is trying to break out of there and it's it's time for that little little chick to hatch out of that shell or that butterfly to hatch out of that cocoon the very thing that they need to do is difficult the thing that they need to do to really start their life see if you tear a cocoon open you you can ruin or destroy everything about the butterfly its wings are strengthened as it struggles through that if you look at a, a baby chick as they're trying to get out, they can't even really begin living until they are out of that shell. But if you were to go over there and be like, no, 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 like we, we don't want them to break the egg because it's protecting. Like you've got to understand that every season you go through has a purpose. Every series of growth has a purpose. Everything you go through, every time things suck, every time there's a struggle, anything, go look in the mirror, examine your mind, examine your heart, examine your skill sets and look at, okay, where do I need to grow? What's lacking? What needs filled in? What do I need to stop doing? What do I need to start doing? What is going well that I can continue? And what is not going well that I'm not going to quit entirely, but I'm going to learn from and just make a small directional shift? I'm going to pivot, as they say in sports. What are those things? Take a hard look in the mirror every single time something happens. Not to say this isn't working, I should quit. Not to say it's a sign that what I'm doing isn't meant for me. Not to say that that maybe I'm not cut out for this, but to say, where can I change? Where can I grow? What can I take responsibility over? And ultimately, the only thing you can take responsibility over is to be consistent, even when everything else around you is inconsistent, to stay disciplined, to do the right things when you feel like it, do the right things when you don't feel like it, do the right things when everyone else has quit doing the right things, because you know that if I keep doing the right things, I keep learning, I keep growing, I keep giving it my absolute best, then I will make it to my destination. Guys, I hope this helped. It's an update slash here's a lesson that I'm learning right now. I'll give you these periodically throughout the show. And I will see you in episode 44.